Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out the latest episode of Crop Factor. Now, for more context on this episode, feel free to visit youtube.com forward slash EMT films so you can contextualize all the information that we provide on the audio experience. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I post behind the scenes content on everything you see and hear. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. EMT here and in this video we are taking out for a spin the brand new GoPro Hero 10 and we are putting it against the Insta360 Go 2. The brand new GoPro Hero 10 will set you back $399 with 98 cents. But wait, that is actually the price that they advertise on their website with a subscription to their cloud service. Now, if you just want the camera with nothing else, you just want to grab and go, no subscriptions, we're looking at 599 US dollars as per the GoPro website. And this traditionally includes a case, a screw for the mounts, the USB-C charging cable, the battery, and the manuals. The Insta360 Go 2, on the other hand, starts at 299 US dollars. The standalone version includes a pendant that you can wear, a hat clip so you can mount the Insta360 Go 2 to any hat or any headband and things like that. It does come with an adhesive, a reusable adhesive mount where you can just pretty much attach to any surface, clean and reuse it, which makes the Insta360 Go 2 a full complete experience right out of the box. Now we took both of these cameras out for a comparison, just so we can see the stability, the color, how well they handle different situations and different lighting conditions and of course, the field of view. This is up to interpretation because some people might prefer one or the other regarding the colors that they see and they like, right? We can see that in terms of the vivid color, both are not too far. There are definitely some differences in the blues and maybe some of the greens, but they're in the neighborhood. And back in the day, I remember that GoPro had the better colors and more vivid, and that's very attractive to people that just wanna upload videos without editing or tinkering too much with the colors, but now we're getting really good results with both, right? There is also a conversation to be had regarding the dynamic range, but I want you to let me know out of this comparison, which camera do you prefer for the color? Do you think the vivid color on the GoPro looks better? Do you think the vivid color on the Insta360 Go 2 is better? Let me know what you think, but one thing to remember, one camera is $600, the other one is half, $300 which is mind blowing. Now, another crazy feature of these cameras is the horizon leveling. So what that means is that when you're filming with the GoPro Hero 10 and you introduced a little bit of tilt, right? The camera actually has the ability to compensate for it. But when you shoot in pro mode with the Insta360 Go 2, this little guy has a full blown 360 degree horizon leveling. So it doesn't matter what you do with it. If you go left, if you go right, the whole shebang stays like if nothing was ever happening. And let's face it, that's pretty sick. Maybe you're snowboarding, maybe you're mountain biking and you're going left to right, up and down. Being able to keep yourself steady and just have the world move around, I think it's still to this day very, very trippy. And I want you to let me know what you think about the horizon leveling capabilities on these guys. Now, when we switch things over to the field of view, there is absolutely no contest. In my opinion, the Insta360 Go 2 has a much wider field of view. Now, this is extremely useful if you're using your Insta360 Go for any action shots or any action environments, right? Being able to capture a lot more in tighter spaces is extremely useful. 
the GoPro has a fantastic super view and you can definitely tinker with the stabilization and the resolution in order to get more in the frame. But out the box, let's say you're shooting 4K with standard image stabilization, there is absolutely no contest. Both cameras offer impeccable image stabilization. The GoPro Hero 10 gives you standard and boost image stabilization. And I'm gonna be real with you, they both do a fantastic job. The Insta360 on the other hand, the fact that you're getting that ultra wide 120 degree angle allows flow state to crop in and truly, truly give you some amazing image stabilization. I'm gonna be real with you. Both of them look fantastic, but I feel that the stabilization on the Insta360 GO 2, the flow state stabilization, I think it's doing a little bit better job when you're comparing the standard walking clip. I think it's the combination of that with the field of view, the fact that we can just pretty much punch it in just enough, but without losing that ultra wide field of view gives us a little bit better image stabilization, or at least the perspective, the perception of stability. But ultimately, I want you to let me know which one do you prefer? Do you like the GoPro Boost or standard image stabilization or flow state for live on the Insta360 Go 2? Let me know. Now, adding more to the field of view and aspect ratio, one of the things that I absolutely love about the Insta360 Go 2 is that it actually records a circle. And while on Pro Mode, it allows you to record the whole thing and after the fact, using the Insta360 Studio app on computers or the Insta360 app on mobile, you could repurpose this video into whichever aspect ratio you want. Maybe you're trying to create a 16 by nine video for YouTube and you want to also use that same exact clip, but in portrait orientation, you do have the option to crop this after the fact without compromising on the original quality of the video. When you switch over to the GoPro app, you can do the same, but it's an actual crop in, unless you're recording in like 5.3K and then you crop certain areas of the videos. But when you import the GoPro's videos or you bring them into their software, you can't really repurpose parts of it without compromising on the actual resolution. Now, one area in which legitimately the GoPro Hero 10 surpasses the Insta360 by a lot is in the resolution game. The GoPro Hero 10 can actually shoot at 5.3K at 60 frames per second, 4K 120, and that's amazing. That is incredible. If you are looking to create videos that are going to be displayed in bigger screens, bigger displays, absolutely the GoPro is capturing phenomenal video. There is no denying that. The Insta360 on the other hand can capture 2560 by 1440p video. 2560 by 1440p is actually fantastic. And don't get me wrong, you can actually export your 5.3K or 4K video into 1080p using the app, the GoPro app. But the fact that a lot of people that might have GoPros or cameras that can shoot in 4K or 5.3K in this case, doesn't really mean that it's gonna be the best resolution for the platform that you're gonna be uploading it to. So that's a conversation. You're definitely gonna spend your hard-earned money on one of these cameras, and you definitely wanna make sure something that's not only gonna give you good quality, but also regarding storage that's gonna last you a little bit longer, regarding battery life that's gonna be convenient for you. Looking over at my analytics, a little bit over 50% of people that watch these videos on my YouTube channel are actually on mobile. All the comparison videos that you have seen so far and the videos that I've uploaded in the past with the Insta360 Go 2 are actually 2560 by 1440 and they look amazing. They look fantastic. So let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below regarding the resolution. Do you think 
2560 by 1440p is a deal breaker or do you think it's adequate? Do you think 5.3K is the way to go? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Now, when we talk about form factor, the GoPro has that traditional GoPro design, so to speak, since the previous generation. And even older GoPros, this thing has always looked like a GoPro. When you look at it, you know it's a GoPro. The Insta360, on the other hand, includes this case that kind of like behaves like headphones. The camera is actually sitting inside the case and this is the little guy inside that charging case when we compare both of them you could definitely see a huge difference in size and form factor this is traditional gopro you love it it's honestly nothing wrong with this design but come on are we even serious like this thing is as big as my thumb i'm not even joking. That speaks volumes not only from a filmmaking standpoint or from just simply wearing your camera, which this is a lot more comfortable to wear over long recording sessions if you're out and about in the park, than a GoPro. There's just no denying. It all comes down to the activity that you're gonna do. But if you're out and about recording your trips, point of view videos, or even action videos, it is a lot lighter and it's a lot thinner. So as far as the form factor goes, there's honestly no contest. Now the cool thing about the GoPro though is that there are so many accessories out into the wild that are strategically designed for the GoPro mounting system and I like the fact that they've continued that design of pretty much having that mount built into the body. Um, I don't know if you remember the days where this required a case and the audio was horrible and in order to mount it you need it virtually three things, the camera, the case, and the actual mount to mount it on a tripod and or a handlebar, right? So you needed so many different things to get this thing going. And I like the fact that they included one of those things pretty much as part of the body. But going back to the Insta360 GO 2, the fact that is this small opens up the possibilities regarding your camera placement. Not to mention the back of this camera is magnetic so you can attach it pretty much to any metal wall, any vehicle, or any quick unreachable angle with otherwise bigger cameras. So I love the fact that this little guy can fit into places where other cameras can. And if you need to charge it, it actually charges right inside its charging case. And this becomes your remote. So you can actually make changes to your presets, the resolution, frame rate, color, all that good stuff right on the controller. But let's say you're wearing the camera, you can actually wear it or place it somewhere in your environment and still use the charging case as a remote, which is something that the GoPro Hero 10 does not include. You could definitely use the app on both cameras. You could definitely acquire an additional remote for the GoPro, but I love the fact that I have both options already with the purchase of my camera and I don't have to get extracurricular things. So this thing comes in clutch when you're trying to save phone battery. Oh, and the charging case actually has tripod legs in the back that gives you the capability to just set it and forget it on the table. If you're recording a time-lapse or maybe you just want to record yourself or a TikTok or something like that, you can actually just set it and forget it. Everything is here. Like this is the complete solution which is fantastic. Now, when we talk about mountability, if you've had a GoPro at one point in your life, you probably have a bunch of accessories laying around so you could totally reuse some of those into your mount. But 
it does require a couple of different pieces to make the whole situation work. Let's say you wanna use your GoPro with a tripod, you're probably gonna need a mount and use the screw to pretty much secure that mount in the camera. And then of course the tripod or the handle. With the Insta360 GO 2, you actually have built-in tripod legs into the charging case, which is dope. But at the bottom, you actually have a quarter inch screw mount that you can use on a tripod and just simply record with it with any kind of tripod that you have straight out of the box you don't have to get any accessories and that is super appealing super easy and it does not require for you to purchase additional mounts or accessories in order to use a tripod for example the insta 360 go to includes an easy clip that makes it extremely easy to mount this camera into a hat or just pretty much into anything you want. You can clip it onto a jacket or something like that. I was using it in Disneyland on a hat to record first person view videos and things like that. And it's awesome because it's so less intrusive than having a bigger camera in your forehead. If you want to mount a GoPro in your head, you either required adhesives for a helmet or an actual head strap. And walking around at a park with a GoPro on your forehead, number one, it's going to speak loudly. Hey, I'm filming versus having an Insta360, a very discreet, very small camera, uh, a little bit more pleasant experience for everybody. A lot of people might not even realize that you have that camera. A lot of people might not even be looking or it could blend with your hat and things like that. So I appreciate the smaller form factor of the Insta360 GO 2. If you're wearing it in your chest with the Insta360 GO 2, you can actually use the included pendant. And this thing is dope because if you put this pendant under your shirt, makes me feel like Iron Man. You just stick the camera right in your chest and if you want to record, just press it once and you can preset the recording modes if you want to go to photo or video. Maybe you want to record slow motion and your favorite rides. Using the pendant is a lot easier than getting one of those chest mounts. Don't get me wrong, the chest mounts are awesome, they work, but if I'm out and about in a park, somewhere discreet, somewhere with a family, I don't want to be that one guy that's fully decked out with all these accessories to record a ride or things like that. So I appreciate the low profile that the Insta360 GO 2 brings to the table. The Insta360 GO 2 also includes a pivot stand that has adhesives that can be reused. You can use it in your windshield at the side of your vehicle. Maybe you want to stick it on a shelf and record yourself cooking or you want to record yourself on a top-down angle. Right? The ability to create these moments with the Insta360 GO 2 out the box is what honestly makes me love this camera even more. And last but not least, I want to talk about the Insta360 GO app and the GoPro apps and how both applications will help you create videos, share them with the world. The Insta360 GO app is fantastic once you import the videos. There is a full-blown manual editing suite that allows you to not only tinker with the video look and the color, you can also add music. There is even a section called Shot Lab that not only shows you what you can do with the Insta360 GO 2, but it also tells you step-by-step step on how to make it happen, how to make those awesome, cool, shareable social media videos that you have probably seen and you're like, whoa, what was that? How did they do that? So the fact that the Insta360 GO 2 app not only allows you to create what you want, but also suggests and walks you and shows you tutorials on how to get things done is fantastic. And not to forget about the AI editing mode, which allows you to just simply select your videos and the app edits them for you. Set it and forget it, it edits something for you. And that's kind of cool because at times you're on the go, you don't want to really edit too much. And when time is at the essence and you want to get something out there real quick and share it with your family members or the world, 
the AI editing suite, it just comes in clutch. You just select your clips and boom, it spits out a video with music and transitions, the whole shebang. So that's kind of dope. Now, on the other hand, this was the area that I personally was a little bit disappointed regarding the GoPro app. The GoPro app allows you to live preview your shots, but at the same time, the editing tools are a little bit basic and limited towards some of the looks and some of the trimming. And I was a little disappointed because I wanted to share a slow-mo version of my golf swing and I couldn't do it on the moment. I couldn't do it on the spot. I did it with the Insta360 GO 2 on camera by recording in slow motion, but for some reason the GoPro application wanted me to pay and to be a subscriber. I could do a free trial, but I don't wanna dive into a free trial. I don't wanna pay for something for just slow-mo. Now GoPro has a really cool editing mode similar to the AI editing that you can select your videos and it spits out a, a video with music and transitions and things like that. And it's kind of cool that you have that. But going back to it again, it's kind of limited and not as robust as I personally would have thought. And just the fact that they were trying to charge me for premium editing tools like slow motion. I don't consider slow motion to be premium. Slow motion is available on the native camera app and the native photos app on my smartphone right now. Now, having said all that, I'm going to be real with you. If you are looking for resolution because you want to display these videos on the biggest display possible, having something that shoots 4K and 5K is undeniably amazing. When we're talking about portability, when we're talking about wearability and being able to just blend in and record and be in the moment, I personally still to this day love the Insta360 GO 2. I think it's my favorite camera. I think it's one of the best cameras to capture the moment while being in the moment and then just transfer that to your phone, share it with the world. But I wanna know what you think. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop them down there so we can continue to create relevant content for you. If you enjoyed the video, give it a thumbs up and a sub. And as always, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'll catch you on the next one.